Well, good morning. How y'all doing out there? Welcome to Truth and Reality, Not for Kids. I am your podcaster, R. Keith Langston. Today is Thursday, December 22nd, 2022. And this is going to be a great show. There's going to be some things that you have, you yourself have to answer questions on that I'm going to mention and talk about. you got to make up your own mind. And before I start today, let me thank all my countries, my 19 countries for being here. America, Germany, Australia, Brazil, India, United Kingdom. Iran smoked some weed, I told you. Austria, Bangladesh, Canada, Saudi Arabia, the fucking R word. Turkey, South Africa, New Zealand, France, the Netherlands, and Azerbaijan. Thank you all for being here for this podcast today. This will be our 52nd episode of my second season. And, you know, there's a lot of stuff, uh, different different uh, top headlines popping up, and the one I really got to talk about, because um, I'm kind of uh, confused by it as to some point, but then you come up with, a, with your own thoughts. You know, President Zelensky who is the president of Ukraine, he, he, he safely made it out of there and made it to the United States and talked to Congress, talked to, talked to President Biden uh, during his speech. Uh, Vice President was there, and he, he talked to her. He talked to Nancy Pelosi, but when he walked in to that area to go up to the stage, and it was packed with Congress and, you know, senators and everything, and they were giving him a standing ovation. It had to have been three, four minutes long. Every time he said something during his speech, it was, a, you know, another standing ovation. I mean, he, he must have had 10 to 15 standing ovations. I didn't count them. I was pretty touched by that. Um, about what's going on over in his country and what Russia's doing and, and the help that he still needs from the United States. We've already given him $50 billion worth of help. Billion dollars worth of help. You know, military equipment, airplanes, you know, bombs, all kind of stuff we gave to them. Now they want another uh, $45 billion, which has already been put forward to Congress. And they, they're going to vote on it now that he came and spoke to them and told them what's going on. He considers the United States and Ukraine to be totally partners. Okay? He, he, he kept mentioning uh, back in 1941 
You know, we had the war with Germany and all that. Well, well, he talked about that about, he mentioned it about four times. He mentioned about the president that we had. He mentioned Eisenhower, um, Roosevelt. He mentioned presidents like that. But he never mentioned nothing like Trump. I mean, he's not even mentionable. Um, but, you know, he stood strong. He wore his military fatigue, sort of, or what he, as a president in the country, that's what he wore. He wore it here to the White House and up on stage. He even went and met uh, Biden just dressed just like that. You know, it's kind of odd, uh, but it's something that we should think about. He came here in a wartime with his country, about to get blown off the map by Russia. And he came here and showed America that he was still in war. And they're doing everything they can to beat Russia, knock them off their post. They're doing everything they can. They're getting all the equipment. He said they got enough people that can work it. Um, you know, they said they know how to fly our planes and everything. You know, so this is what they're doing. This is what we're doing to help them. And when you start to think about it, you have to, you can't, you can't miss the part that, geez, he, he's coming over here. Instead of acting like he's begging, he really was begging intellectually um, for more help from the United States because they're running out of people. You feel me? A Ukraine, the army that's fighting, they're running out of people. Getting killed every day. They might kill some Russians every day, but Russia's got a lot more. And they didn't have enough people stay and fight with them. I guess there was some kind of rule when the war started that everybody uh, 25 and under or something like that had to stay and fight the war. Why so many millions of other people left Ukraine when it started. Um, so it makes you wonder, not only is he telling us firsthand what's going on over there against the different cities and the power grid and stuff like that. They don't have no water, no electricity. Their, their power grid has been banged up and fucked up by Putin. You know, so what they had left to live as human beings has been shattered by Russia. They don't have a whole lot. They're fighting on heart. Okay, and they're saying that America, thank you for, for being with us as we're fighting on heart and Russia will never beat us. This is what President Zelensky of Ukraine was saying on his, I listened to the whole speech. It was very touching. It was very dramatic. Uh, I've never seen so many standing ovations uh, uh, from anybody uh, come to speak to Congress like that. It was very touching. And 
I really believe that we are doing everything that we can to help them. And I guess there's a certain certain bombs or something that we were going to give them and Russia's threatening that if we do that, they're going to come after us too. Well, we don't, we don't want to get in the war. Neither do all Ukraine's allies. They don't want to get in the war. And it's not Ukraine's fault. It's just Putin acting a fool's fault. He just said, well, hey, all of a sudden, let's send our troops out there, you know, uh, for, for about a month. And they call it training all around the edges of Ukraine and, you know, on the borders and shit, doing all these uh, these drills and all this shit. They were getting ready for war. You know, at first I didn't think so because they'd have a lot of people after them. But then a lot of people say, well, we don't want to fight. You know, we don't want to get our people killed for a war that's not ours. So it didn't happen. You got some... A bunch of American volunteers that were military over here, they went over there and fought with Ukraine. I I don't I think a few of them came back that I saw in the news a couple of months ago. Um, yeah, I don't know if all of them made it back, and there may be some of them still over there fighting. And it doesn't seem like they're winning. It doesn't seem like Ukraine's winning because Ukraine's asking for a whole lot more. And, you know, I, I don't know how that's going to work out, people. I, I don't, I feel bad for those people over in Ukraine that got attacked for nothing. You know, they just got attacked because uh, Putin wants their country. And that's it. It's just killing kids and killing people and all. Oh, just... Ridiculous. Ridiculous. And it was a very uh, heartfelt speech that Zelensky came here and gave. It touched American Congress and uh, senators real hard. Okay? And they're going to vote yes because there's Republicans that have already voted yes. They're going to do it again. And And as Zelensky said, there was Republicans and Democrats that came to his country. So, you know, a lot of American uh, politicians have been over there to Ukraine to a certain place to see what it looked like. They all know. They came back safely. They all know. And they've seen it with their own eyes. Imagine they've seen it with their own eyes. Imagine what it looks like. And as we continue, you know, that Ukraine issue is always going to be on our minds. We're coming up three days to Christmas. That Ukraine issue is always going to be on our minds. It's, uh, it's a real bad thing that's almost a year ago. And it's still going on. And, and, you know, something else I got to talk about. You know, Trump faces uh, all his tax returns that he didn't want to show us as president that every other president in history has done 
except he didn't want to? Well, they they showing some of his tax returns on TV. And I guess they're going to come out t- tomorrow, actually, so you can really see them. But w- what they come up with the finalization was for certain years in, in his White House or before he ran. Excuse me. It was $750 for three years. That's all he paid. He said his comment was because he lost millions in his business. And then there was a few years after that where he didn't file at all during his presidency. I mean, two of those years he was president. Let, let me get this straight. Two of those years he was president, we got to 750. He told the IRS what to do, okay, because he was president. So he tells them what to do, and they do it. So now there's going to be a shakeup in the IRS. They're going to have some questions and talk to some people. that how They're getting ready to do it right now. How the fuck did you miss that shit, and how did he get away with that? So when you look at all these other things added to this, he committed a lot of crimes. So, DOJ, are you going to go ahead and be smart and bold enough and brave enough to go ahead and charge him with those four charges that you should? Is Are you still thinking about it? Or is it bad enough for you to do something about it? Because if you don't, then you'll be a very weak Department of Justice. So do your job, and you get a lot of the hard jobs that other courts can't figure out. So it comes to you. You have the final decision. You make up that the, the, the Senate and, and, and the White House has already voted 92 Their committee has voted. Now it's time for you to do the hard job and be brave. Be an American and charge that motherfucker with criminal charges. Because those four charges, he did do. And now when you see the taxes, when they show America his taxes, they're going to get another ooh. Wow, on them, and they're going to say, this motherfucker was really, really bad. I mean, I had to pay such thousands. This motherfucker, the president, he only paid $750? Wow. Well, that's what he did, and he got away with it by telling the IRS how to do him. (laughs) (laughs) Excuse me. So, when DOJ takes this in for final decision, which they have now for final decision, you need to come out, and you know what would be good? You come out tomorrow and say, yes, we're charging him, because they're showing America those tax returns. And they're going to say, oh, he's a criminal. Yeah, well, we know he is. He already set them people up and get them all charged up to riot the White House. 
He sat there and watched it on TV while it unfolded. What an asshole for a president. So should he not be charged for that? Okay. Should he not be charged for tax fraud? Should he not be charged for anything that he did? Or should he be charged? That is the question. And that goes to the people. That goes to you, mostly in the United States. And then we got people all over the world listening to this podcast so they hear the turmoil we have going on in the United States. There's even more. The border, immigrants coming from as far as Venezuela and a couple other little countries over there, uh, Latino countries pretty much, they're coming across the border. And now, you know, when they did that for about a week or so, America had this Title 42 that was going to be taken off. But they put a block on it because 2,500 a day was crossing the border. So now they got the troops out there. They put barbed wire in the water and all that shit. They can't cross. And they got the troops out there saying the weather's pretty decent down there. Yeah, it looks like they're all chilling. You know, and this is so bad that by the time they get up to El Paso, because they let them go, or let a bunch of them go, a few thousand maybe, they're on the streets, most of them, because they ain't got enough shelters. They're sleeping outside. Okay, they're overpowering El Paso, Texas of the United States. They're over, they're, they're, they're fucking them up where they can't act, they can't work, they can't do the things they need to do. Uh, they, Of course, they're still going to work if they can. These people can't, but they're all over the streets. The whole city is flooded with them. So they put a stop to that. Uh, the mayor was like, wow, we can't handle this. We don't have enough of this and enough of that. So they've been bringing trucks of food. They got more stuff coming. You know, it, it's a mess. That migration bill or whatever you had, it's a mess. And you was going to just let it open on Title 42 where they could just come across? Well, they, they knew about that. They're smart. They knew about it. They're not dumb. They checked the U.S. laws and go by that. And they saw that it was about to end, so they started flooding America before it started, before it opened. But it wasn't so much to come across. You were going to get some stops. You know, you're going to get checked. You're going to have to wait for court. Blop, you, you pretty, this time, they just let 3,000 of them go through without waiting for court or get, you know, checked in. They're over, it's overwhelming. Not overpowering so much. Overwhelming. They can't handle it. They're trying to be nice to these people, trying to feed them and clothe them a little bit, giving them blankets out in the streets, uh, bringing them food out to the streets. These are people that are all over the streets sleeping. They couldn't get into a shelter because they're full. They don't have enough room to put any more people. 
You know, so how many shows do you think they got? So for some reason, everybody thinks America's okay. You know, that we're doing great and we're fine. We're not. It's a, it's a, it's a crime-crazy country. Other countries, do you hear what I'm saying? America got too many guns, too many shootings, and too many murders. This ain't the place. I don't know what you think this is the place for, because this ain't the place. You really thought about it? You want your kids to grow up in the United States? Uh... Well, you're not going to get in Canada and other places like you just ain't going to get in. You know, uh, that's the other closest place I can. I don't know where else you could go that they can handle you and where else you can make it to. But you somehow is somehow set up so you can come across, walk through that little water and come across the border and get up to United States territory. There's even people, immigrants, sleeping outside of the border wall fence where they had taken some people. There's too many. It ain't doing those people any good. You come over here with two kids or, you know, even one kid or three. That's a, you know, you can't, we can't, it just, it just ain't enough. And then you got to think about, well, what about our people? Our veterans fought in wars for us. What about them on the street? What about a whole bunch of other people that are just straight homeless, got kicked out, couldn't afford rent, rent prices weren't so high, shit like that. What about them? That's United States citizens. What about them? They have to go first. You feel me? So this is a pretty wild, wild situation with these immigrants where we're always a country that's been, you know, yeah, we've been doing it forever. You know, but it, it comes a time when we got our own problems. Same thing with Ukraine, begging for more help. America said they're going to help. They're going to say they're going to always help. You know, well, it don't look like Ukraine's going to really make it. So are we wasting our money? And, and, there, and there's, there, there's senators and Congress people that are saying, should we really be spending all that money on them? And, and the question comes up, what about our people? What about the homeless? Shouldn't we get them up off the curb first? Well... I don't have to ask American people and even the world too many questions because I don't know how many people are homeless in different cities and countries throughout the world. We don't hear about it, you know. Uh, you know, Iran's still tripping. They really need to stop it. Yeah, they need to let the women be who they want to be. But it looks like someplace over there, somebody else came in and started doing that shit to their women again. So I don't know if it was Iran or what country it was over there, 
But there's another set of terrorists that went to another country and start, what did they say, something not right about the women. You know, that they wanted them, oh, not to have a sixth grade education. That's it. You get a sixth grade education, you can't do no more. You know, then they put you to work as a wife or, or a woman that just cleans. That's their way of thinking. They don't think women are good for nothing else. Whoever they are, I can't remember the name of the the terrorists and the country they went to. But look it up, it's in the Middle East somewhere. Bad shit. There is bad shit over in the Middle East, and it needs to be stopped. Okay? People need to live free. Instead of always having dictators all over the place. You know? That's not what God put us here for, to have dictators. He put us here to be free. God gave his son's life and rose him again, Jesus, to prove that he died for your sins. So stop acting a fool. He's already died for your sins. You know, if you want him to be on your side, well, tell him. Tell him you appreciate it. Tell him you want him on your side. And we're getting short. I've said quite a bit. I still, about playing games when you get to that part. Uh, you want to chill out and been working or whatever. Don't fuck with Google. Don't fuck with Space Plus on Google. I mean, you can fuck with Google and read stuff and see a whole bunch of stuff, ask questions and all that. But don't play the game called Space Plus. Because they will get you up there, and they will take your money. Don't say I didn't tell you. Don't say I didn't tell you. And if you start speaking, they really don't like you. They're haters and racists. Biggest racists I ever saw the way they do you in the game. The other team will get six, seven, and you and your partner will get two and one. How can you win? You can't win like that when it happens for three hands in one game. You might have to go kneel and hope you get it. To maybe even, well, there might be a chance to win the game if you're still within reason. But don't fuck with Space Plus, okay? And, uh oh, three days left to Christmas. I really hope people are starting to feel pretty good. And got that heartfelt feeling of Christmas and, you know, stuff like that. I really hope you guys are feeling it for the holiday. Because that's the holiday that's been designated to feel that way. December 25th. And whether Jesus was born on that day or not. It's still considered a Christmas day in the United States and some other countries as well. But that's a day we're supposed to give, share, love, and hug, and appreciate each other, not kill or hurt each other. You know what I mean? This is the time of the year that we're supposed to be doing good stuff, not bad stuff. 
So get rid of the guns and the bullets. And let's get back to a more conservative, happy, good place to be type of nation. Instead of me having to say, this ain't the place to be. You know what I mean? And with that being said, I've said a lot. I hope you enjoyed the podcast on 52nd. I am your podcaster, R. Keith Langston. This is Truth and Reality, not for kids. Number 52 of Season 2. And with that being said, I am done talking. I want you all to have a nice day. Smile, give, share, and receive, and be happy about it. Thank you so much, and and I'm out.